0: Welcome. This is the Filmmaker's Podcast. It's 2020, people. Welcome to the new... Decade, yeah, decade, let's go there. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking from indie film to studio films and everything in between, how to get them made, how to make them and how to try not to mess it up in our very, very humble opinion. I'm Giles Alderson, I'm the director of The Dare, which is being released on March the 3rd and it is at Panic Fest this January in Kansas City. If you're anywhere near there, go see it. But more importantly, before then... This coming Monday, January the 13th, The Serial Killer's Guide to Life. The feature film I produced is being released. It's absolutely delightful. There's going to be certain cinemas in the UK, but you can get that all across the world. So please go to the show notes now and pre-order it. And if it is past Monday, then order that film. Please do support... This is what it's all about, supporting each other. And uh, even if you just watch the trailer, even if you just retweet our tweets and get other people looking at it, then brilliant. But if you want to come and join us next Monday evening, we have a screening at the Kino. Uh, cinema in Bermondsey in London Tickets are available now And there'll be a Q&A after that as well With myself and most of the cast and crew The director and co-writer And editor, Stanton Cousins-Rowe Along with the lead actress And uh, producer also And co-writer and co-editor Poppy Rowe will be Joining us on this podcast Next week Uh, We will sit down, the three of us, and maybe more, um, discussing how we made that film. They will also be joining us on January the 28th for the Make Your Film event, the next one get down we've also just confirmed another amazing guest for that event we'll be announcing later this week super excited link to that is in the show notes oh it's an absolutely packed show this week it's christy wilson cairns i am so super excited she's an amazing screenwriter and an amazing person we had such a laugh myself don noir and robbie mccain it's such a joyful listen but before then i have to tell you would you like a All expenses paid trip to Los Angeles for a week of meetings and mentorship with top Hollywood professionals. What was that? Yes, you do. Of course you do. Because this week's episode is sponsored by the good people at ScreenCraft.org, where the Screenwriting Fellowship is now accepting applications. Final deadline is coming up. It is the last day of February. So you have a tiny bit of time, but it is coming up because you know what screenwriting's like. Suddenly you want to do a rewrite and another one. Oh, my gosh. And Christy Wilson-Kens talked about that so much. So you need to apply now with your feature film or TV screenplay, screencraft.org forward slash fellowship before the end of February. Link is in the show notes because they're currently reading scripts. If you have one ready now, get it in. sooner the better. You know what it's like? Last minute, suddenly there's loads. Do it now. Uh, link is in the show notes to that. And if anyone wants 20% off uh, the Raindance Film Directing Masterclass with the wonderful director, 8. De Jong, who has made films such as *Drop Dead Fred*, *Enigma*, *Discovery of Heaven*, *Highway to Hell*, *Miami Vice*, *Deadly Virtues*, *Love is Thicker than Water*, many, many more. 25th to the 26th of January. Just type in "2020 director" and you can get 20% off when you're paying. That is Raindance, a little lovely discount this week. Thank you, Bailey, and everyone at Raindance, Elliot top man and i want to give a shout out to the gold movie awards i met jason matthewson at adam morse's party just before christmas and me and him chatted about his gold movie awards and it is on this thursday the 9th of january so if you're it's actually all day as well as um there's events and stuff which i was going to do but i'm in the edit for king arthur so i can't uh do them but if you're around go there it's going to be brilliant I'll be there in the evening hopefully and we can say hello and you can see all the awards so shout out to you Jason Matthews the Gold Movie Awards this January the 9th get on down there and finally thank you to Cameo for organising this you guys are amazing, Andy One. Love you all. Um, so, myself, Donald Waugh and Robin McCain sat down in the hotel suite somewhere. You'll find out right now. Welcome to this wonderful Filmmakers Podcast episode with Christy Wilson-Cairns. Enjoy the fuck out of this one. Hey, and it's 2020. Make your film. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Enjoy this week's podcast.
1: So we've just made our way through the, the Warrens of the amazing Corinthian Hotel.
0: It's amazing here. Oh, it's
1: yeah. Very epic.
2: It's it's very kind of
1: but how much like the bathroom is. is like you are you're entering like a marble palace of decadence.
0: This <laughs> is one of the nicest hotels in London. It's called the it's Corinthian. The K- Corinthina? Corin- Corinthian. Corinthian. No, Corinthina, Corinthian, Corinthian, yeah. Corinthian. Ends with an No, aircraft. none of us know. So I've been getting it wrong. So with you things. can't go there. <laughs> yeah, like
2: you would yeah. think it was that, but yeah. I don't. Th- I think it's, it's got an the the A. Best spa the in
0: Europe, Corinthina. I- <laughs> we <laughs> Is it not on the bedpost? Should we have a look? Scratched in. Have you been to the spa, Dom? I have,
1: yeah.
0: Well, how come? Oh. Was it a date? I did a gym trial here. Just a trial. Just a trial. <laughs> After the trial, he went, I ain't paying for this. <laughs> well, I can get it up, you know, down the road. Cool exactly. story, dom. Great story, Dom. Thanks for coming. <laughs> we are here uh, to talk with Christy Wilson-Cairns, who is a fantastic screenwriter. And technically, she hasn't actually had a feature film out right now, but yet... In 2020, she's going to have 1917, the Fantastic Sam Mendes film, out. So she's going back 112 years? Yes. 102 years? uh, Dom, shocking. Shocking. And also, she's going to have the Fantastic Edgar Wright feature film out. It's called Last Night in Soho. And it sounds go. amazing. Sam Pegs in it, right? And it sounds absolutely brilliant. So she's just about to burst onto the scene. She's an absolute powerhouse. She's so much fun. We had so much... We're doing, we're doing amazing. Amazing. We've, we've travelled back down. in time to do
1: the intro, so we've actually already done this. Very yeah, so we've,
0: we've done the podcast with her and they, they, they've given us another hotel room, but we only had 40 minutes to do the chat and we squeezed 45 hours. Thank you so much, Ewan, and our yeah. wonderful PR Great company theme. behind you. Thank you, thank you for giving us time with her, because you are in for a treat. Uh, Don, what was the highlights for you that she comes up with in this uh, I office? think it was the, the pancake chat and the double delivery, because I'm, yeah, I'm quite into the, food. so yeah, I was, That's I was a quite, screenwriter uh, in you. Yeah. Was I, I, into but, that.
1: but, I mean, if we're talking serious for, for, a, for a, a small moment, yeah. probably the fact that just making those big epic blockbusters that she dreamed of when she was younger, and that's kind of yeah, that's, that's yeah. what it's all about for me.
0: Yeah, well, so. she started off doing Penny Dreadful. I say started off, I mean, literally a couple of years ago doing Penny Dreadful. started mm-hmm. off in Taggart mm. and moved her way through, wrote on Penny Dreadful. And then Sam Mendes met her on that and said, come and write 1917 with me. Now she's, yeah. Amazing. What an amazing person. Robbie, what was the highlight for you? What's the inspiration?
2: I mean, what a generous person with her her time and knowledge that she was kind of spilling out. I think like the moment that she said, I started out as a waif on the set of Taggart. Yeah. (laughs) Just following people around. Get ready for that word. I knew that that was going to be, this is going to be a good interview. So yeah, yeah,
0: fantastic. I loved her process of writing and what she goes through and how she actually delivers scripts and how fascinating I found Mm. her schedule of how she writes. It was just like, wow. Yeah, you don't have
1: to. You don't have to wake up at six in the morning.
0: No, don't have um, to. So I get up when I want in my pajamas. I I'll write yeah. when I
1: want. And also, I think I think the other thing that was really nice is just the willingness to get stuck in. When she was like beginning like the passion for like learning everything about every department of film, mm-hmm. which is such a valuable thing to to learn, so yeah. that you 're popular and you know people can connect with you because you understand them yes, I'm absolutely fair.
0: absolutely, and she was so lovely and had such a great time um, so yeah, looking forward to you lot listening to that podcast, mm. and any feedback from the podcast, do let us know um, anything you want us to improve on, any questions you want us to ask anyone, something you have a burning desire to know about. Get in touch with us at Filmmakers Pod. me at Giles Alderson at Robbie McCain mm-hmm. at uh,
1: DIR DIR Dom
0: Lenoir Director Dom I, I, know know. I like,
1: it. No, I like no, it. it I like it I like it how Robbie said. DIR oh, DIR short
2: for director just DIR
1: DIR Dom Lenoir
0: Make a film the next one is on January the 28th while you're here Dom let's oh. talk about it It's
1: pretty exciting we've got
0: uh, I don't know if we can say the confirm yet really because we're we doing this at Christmas time
1: but let's just say that they are very we've got some very 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 big people lined up for January February do.
0: Do it or not (laughs) is another thing, but we've got that to announce very soon, haven't we? We I'm super excited about Um, how you. But but in
1: hindsight, we've just done an amazing one in December.
2: Another spectacular. Yeah. Couldn't have gone better.
0: And we might release that as a patron podcast, Robbie. Isn't mm, that correct?
2: Yeah. More on that to come.
0: Yeah. We'll also do merch as well very soon. I keep saying that. I did that last We're Christmas and said I'm doing merch. I've got really? t-shirts and mugs and all sorts lined yeah. up. Because I just got, haven't
2: done them.
1: Already got <laughs> three mugs.
0: We. <laughs> Dom's back in the room. Mr. Yeah. Puntastic. Yeah. We need a pun
2: bell. Mr. Fantastic, semi-fantastic <laughs> Dom Lenoir. <laughs> we need a pun bell we can ring every time. Bell. Every time yeah. Dom makes a pun. We could pun. just ring his bell.
0: Ding, ding. ding. Ding, ding, make ding. a jar and put some money in it. And then <laughs> way. You can make your next feature film. Exactly. Speaking of which, what's happening? I want to see the next Dominoir film because your feature film, Winter Ridge, was a spectacular event. I loved it. Was, it. Yep. And I want to know what's next with you. I want to get you to the next I've, stage. I've got an epic drama set in America.
1: Uh, I've got a big film noir project that's mm. like a... Are you writing that? I'm, yeah, it, it's something that I've co-written and it's like just a, a dream project. It's one of those things that's almost too big to imagine. Um, How do you mean? As in, as in, like the scope of it, the scale, the sort of the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's quite an exciting uh, proposition. But I don't know. I'm 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 quite a big fan of you work on things in the background until and, and mm-hmm. because in film it's like it's it's zero until it's until you're on on the first day of the shoot and you're you're making something. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm uh I like to work in the background and develop a lot of stuff and go through the processes and rewrites uh, rather than like yeah I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and then. You know, until it's happening, it's not happening.
0: There you go. There you but go. it is happening. But it is happening, it right? Is happening. Yeah, of Yeah. It I'm, sounds uh, exciting, though. It does yeah. sound exciting. Mm. Robbie, Robbie, I want to know when we're making your first feature on, because what's great about having you on the podcast is not only you're a brilliant person and you have such silky tones. Oh, he thank does you, have dorset tones. Thank is you. the fact that, thank you, is the fact that you are our sort of, Protege, protege. Mm. No, wait—is that right? Yeah, yeah. We wow. want to guide you. Yeah, no, I'm honoured yeah. to be. We want to guide yeah. you yeah. to make your feature, and we want to go. And the, our listeners want to go on the journey with you. Mm-hmm. And they're behind you. They're screaming, "Robbie, Robbie!" Like right? they do Robbie <laughs> Williams. <laughs> Hashtag practice. prayers for Robbie. <laughs> that's exactly. Uh, please put it out there. Let's make this happen because we want to see you certainly make your next short, but then move on and, and you know make absolutely. So that's what you want to yeah, do, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Totally. Okay. Yeah. That's why you mean. Over the last year, it's been great. Like we made a TV series. that has gone out on broadcast TV for the yeah. first time. I've been working in that medium. Because you um, produce which, yeah. and you directed. Some one episode yeah. Yeah. As well. So that was pretty crazy. I think I think I started out as a production assistant. And by the end of the show, I was the producer. <laughs> yeah, by the end, he <laughs> directed it. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm, I'm well up for entering the world of of features and um, hopefully kind of continuing my career in that so. there's no hope it's going to happen Robbie
0: do you know what's really <laughs> nice about Robbie's journey is that you got and you listened to the podcast you got in touch yeah and said hey uh, I'm, I'm around can I help out and now look that was it now yeah. look at him now look at him Producing Rag,
2: podcasts. <laughs> <Rags to laughs> I was an urchin living now on the streets. Look at you. And I could only afford the the one podcast world. to listen to one podcast. <laughs> the only one. Yeah, the only one. No, but one. absolutely I mean I am a huge podcast fan and but all of the podcasts I listened to were US based mm. for film. And it was really nice to find one that's based in the UK but also is about the practice of filmmaking and getting into filmmaking and about the, the the british filmmaking scene Mm because it's so as we said clandestine or unseen and it's all about Mm. sharing that knowledge and yeah meeting lots of great people and
0: yeah it's been great yeah yeah it's moving on uh i am literally handing in my version of knights of camelot arthur and merlin to uh my execs literally this week coming up my final version Ah, dun, so it dun. can move all into the to the grade and the post. Mm. Very exciting. How exciting is that?
1: It's a, very, it's a very nice relaxing period when you go into the grade. And yeah. And it's like you sort of, you know, so you sit back and it's all come together and it sort of feels like a film. The grade like, is one of the, the best nice, like, It's like tying parts. the nice... On the top of the I present, agree. it's the, yeah. icing
0: the, well, yeah. it, the icing on the cake. Well, the icing on the cake, which is what we talk about in this mm, podcast, coming as a lovely a throwback to tease, that Robbie that people didn't know and now they <laughs> do. Um, I, what I like about going in the grade is because now your movie can look amazing. You're going, it's like the best job in the world, isn't it? Right, okay, yeah. um, my moves, you here and it goes dark here and they go ping, 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 and you all go, oh my god, I love you. <laughs> yeah. you can be boom, a grader, boom in shot, but, we can just paint that out. Yeah, yeah. no problem. But you don't want that actor in? No worries. Yeah, let me just open it. Bam, it's gone. Boom, it's out of there uh, yeah the whole filmmaker process is amazing but it's a constantly rewriting process and yep. that's what I'm at at the moment with the editing it's just rewriting it yep. it's a big podcast today about screenwriting but I find and, and, and Christy was saying that today the fact that she's constantly rewriting she was rewriting on set of 1917 mm. then when she was doing ADR, ADR, ADR yeah. rewriting all the and time it's, it's interesting because when you do rewrites you, you
1: always think when you get your script into the, the state of being like in a good state, you you look at it and you're like, wow, this is actually really good now. I can see how much it's improved. Mm-hmm. That doesn't need any work. And then you sort of you disappear off for a couple of months and you mm-hmm. develop other things like the budget or the you know, the schedule and, and you start to put all the other pieces together. Yeah. And then you come back to it and and maybe someone else gives you some notes and you're just like oh my god there's there's this new set of infinite possibilities it's already good but it can be so much better mm-hmm. and, and that's the process of rewriting It's it can always be good but there's just always other layers you can add and add and add and add and, add and, yeah. and strip back even
0: yes and I think it's really important to get a good editor as well because they can bring so much new and exciting stuff they can move scenes around they go well actually if you stay on the back of this person's head here you can get an ADR line that covers all that now you don't need that whole guff backstory you know that you need you thought you needed it's incredible and
1: that's actually quite an interesting point because if you get an editor to look at your script Uh, that's one of the most like brutal but kind of useful ways to cut your script down it's just like nope that's never going to make it into the film that'll be the first thing that goes (laughs) yeah you take that montage sequence and it's gone
0: yeah absolutely yeah it's vital so it's good we're good time at the moment and serial killers guide to life is out on January the 13th out, cinemas, and on, you can get it online on demand. now. On demand. Thank you, Robbie. In demand as well. It's in demand. On demand? Absolutely. I, You're on demand. Yeah. You're in it's demand. It's on demand. It's in demand. It's a it's serial killer's, killer's guide to life. life. Thanks for doing your, doing your silky tones, Robbie. That was silky tone. No, we'll do it when, I wasn't, do when, I, like I. when <laughs> I wasn't talking over Silkyer. you. Do it silk. <laughs> yeah. Do I it silker. butter. <laughs> Just make it butter. <laughs> right, here, go. Ready, and go. It's on demand,
2: it's in demand, it's a serial killer's guide to life. It's turning into Mark Strong, What did you do?
0: It? Yeah, you, t- did, you turned into something not yeah, let's Robbie. Hope, let's he
2: doesn't listen to the at yeah, Mark yeah, Strong's going to, yeah, he's going to cry on you. He's, he's going to sue us, but that's my... he'll <laughs> yeah, <you'll> sue us. <laughs> That's my voice. People hey,
0: like, Giles, I listened to your podcast and Robbie's impression of me was terrible. It's actually offensive and I'm now going to sue <laughs> yeah. Jaguar. You yeah, I mean? Any anywhere near?
2: Other um, cars are
0: available. A little bit of darkness <laughs> hones the senses. By the way, if you want to listen to the Mark Strong podcast, it's episode nineteen. <laughs> I uh, just gave him a Mark Strong is no longer friend with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just unfriended me from my life. Yeah. Yeah, he's, oh, he's uh, yeah, he's unfollowed all of us. So. Yeah, I yeah. talked to him about making nineteen seventeen um, at the football the other day, and because he's in nineteen seventeen, by the way, of course, and he gets introduced. You hear his voice first before yes. you
2: see him, which is so great. And He's then Mark
0: his strong. feet just appear, and you're like, "Oh yeah. my gosh!" Those <laughs> are Mark Strong's feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the? That's the epic shot with the, the sort of the cape as well, isn't it? Yeah, mm. and oh, it's just after whoa. a vital moment it's in like the I don't even need to well. see this guy's face. Yeah. Like those calf muscles, that that, mm. that
0: walk whoa, totally. And my mate Rob it is marsa, a mind blowing intro. It, it is amazing. It is literally intro. like this is the coolest guy that's ever lived. Yeah. The German bomber, he uh, is played by Rob marsa who's my lead in the dare, one of my leads in the dare, and it was fantastic to recognise him and that and go oh my god I didn't know he's in it it's one of ours how cool is, what, you're one of ours how cool was that but anyway Mark was saying about how uh, when he was making this and the process of making it and it would be too spoilerish to tell you right now I'm sure you're going to find out in all the featurettes and specials but oh my god it looks like one shot It's incredible. It's mind-blowing, this movie, of how amazing it looks. And Mark was just telling me the process of how he was doing it, how he had to stand, the whole rehearsal time he had to do for it. It was like doing a play, Mm. and they just put a camera on and just did it, like, you know, the big long takes. I thought there was a bit more than No, he just, he, he just put the camera on and just did it. Did he just put the camera on? And Roger, did it? Roger, get a camera over here. Yeah. Oh, Rog, Roger. Sam, where do you want the camera? Anywhere, mate. Just, just put a light out. Look at Mark Strong's face. Just put it on him. And maybe his boots first. That'll I do. I don't him. care okay. if it's oh, practical. And we just. don't need to synchronize it in between. tech. no, it's fine. It's totally fine. We'll ADR it all. It's all right, Christy. will rewrite it in the ADR process. Yeah. Um, we could whitter on for ages, um, but we want we you. Have. when We have. But that was because we only got forty minutes with Christy, and we thought it'd be nice. I feel, and like, fun. I feel like I feel
1: like I feel like when we listened back, it was probably a bit more than forty minutes. I feel like it's, Possibly, yeah. yeah.
0: But we wanted uh, for you to listen to us for a tiny bit before, just because we had that that space, so we thought we would. Um, so this is this week's podcast with Christy Wilson-Cairns, talking about 1917. Enjoy. And we have to leave that. That's someone knocking at the door. Come in, Enter.
1: Kay. It's quite, it's quite
0: quite an experience
1: Coming in here actually It was kind of like Reliving the film As we went down All these corridors <laughs> I know And there's different it's like
3: a, It's a real journey isn't it I got lost in it last night And I was like Will I ever Are see you? Kansas again <laughs>
0: Are you staying here
3: <laughs> I, I stayed here last night Because I had a really Early start tomorrow. I mean I live I live in Ladbrook Grove
0: Oh right, all right. Do you I'm
3: So lazy Because I'm a but, screenwriter yeah. I'm not usually up before 10 That's, that's not me uh, That's silly. not What's my you? world
0: do you, do you, Is that how you work then You'll go around I'm not <laughs> I, work,
3: I work however I have to <laughs> do In an you? ideal world In an ideal yeah. world I'd wake up about 10 and I'd roll out of my bed In my pyjamas I'd write a script Like an, an action roll? Oh no not an action roll I don't Well if there was Padding down potentially okay. I did spend a lot of time With the stunts department In 1917 So I learned how to fall Did you really? <laughs> I, how I did, much yeah. fun that must have been so much fun I, I love filmmaking So like being on okay. set Every day was just like I'm like teach me Teach me teach me Yes um, So I learned a lot of weird stuff Yeah um, must I have. stole a lot of things too Did you? But, um, what no, did you? what I, was I, the best
0: thing you stole?
3: Um, the best thing I stole Well actually My favourite thing Is, a, is a, a sign For the town of Acoust Which is the Town that
0: um, George is a yeah. nightmare
3: through. Um, so that was my favorite thing. But I stole loads. I stole a bottle, made of sugar glass because I can't wait to have a a, a fight. Fake fight. Yeah, um, do I, yeah. You have
0: to film it though. When you do it, I should you have to film, film it. it. I should yeah. definitely film it. Sugar glass is a lot of fun. Sugar isn't it? Sugar glass
3: is a lot of fun, but not sugar. You can't eat it. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> you can't it's eat called it. sugar glass, uh, but you can't yeah, eat yeah. it. Just sitting so on yeah. the floor after.
1: Was like can <laughs> the I, very can first I eat thing
3: that department was like, "Don't eat it." And I was like, "I wasn't going to," but I probably that. I definitely would have tried. Just want to taste it. They were like, like You gotta tell her that she's But no, so I, I would wake up about ten, I'd roll yeah. out of bed, I would um I'd type for about, you know seven or eight hours uh, mm. uh, and then I'd order some delivery in an ideal world and that's how my life was until talk, talk us through
1: the menu Oh well you know every
3: day actually sometimes I'll do a double delivery you know so you get a lunch like and a dinner oh,
0: okay.
3: I don't You're wanna, the high
0: flying I'm roller high I'm
3: like <laughs> you know what like, I'm special now <laughs> I'm, like, I'm making money writing I can do yeah, this exactly right <laughs> I'm now I can do this, like, do this. Yeah, boom. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like, like there's
1: writers that might want to know what the, the writer's diet is <laughs>
3: The writer's diet oh my god don't start I put it there way. I sometimes say, oh, can I have a green juice? And when I want a green juice, I mean a Sprite. <laughs> it's not a healthy diet. It's not a healthy diet. Yeah. I, I exist on sugar, um, pure okay. sugar and glucose. I don't drink coffee, so I do nothing but like entirely.
0: So I've only just got into coffee. Coffee's God, that, like literally on the last eat. shoot I did. Really? Yeah, on what, King Arthur. What made to
1: you, you switch? Uh,
0: Why it, now? Because it was so hard <laughs> right. and wet and cold. And I went, I yeah. have to have coffee. Someone gave me a coffee and I went, oh. Oh, okay. Now I can I mean, survive. I normally get a fuzzy head. So maybe that's how you feel on the coffee. Like, does it make you go a little no, bit? No, it just, I
3: just, it tastes like burnt dirt. <laughs> that's yeah. my problem with that's it. That's why you have to like pour bad.
0: loads of caramel
1: and like bake yeah. stuff in, stuff in See, it so is. So like, the
3: middle man just gave me the syrupy caramel. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's yes. fine with me. Yeah. Um just no, i I, I, write, I write for about seven or eight hours. Every double, day. Double wow. delivery. Yeah, I, I love doing it. It's really good fun. Seriously. I, oh my God, have you tried it? It's like the best thing ever. Yes, tried <laughs> Try, like really try.
1: Two, two or three hours, and it's like okay, I'm yeah. need a well, break now for my mind. You get into
3: like a weird zone. I don't run marathons. I don't know if you can tell. I don't run marathons. I can't not. Tell. No. Oh, thank you. That's Pleasure. actually quite sweet. Um, I'm not a marathon runner, but you know, people say you get into the state where you get into like, oh, it feels euphoric, and I'm like, I'm always like, I call bullshit on that. Sure. Oh, Can I swear? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I call bullshit love on it. that.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Call, it. call it A little out. bit. I won't drop the C bomb. Yeah. Call bullshit Obviously. on that, right? Um, but in a way, writing to me feels like that. After a while, you kind of you lose all sense of time a reality go and live in your own little magical world and it's super oh I agree god, with that you control there's, everything there mm, I like there's times <laughs>
0: when I've been writing and suddenly you'll go oh my god it's 4 or 5 in the morning yeah yeah, yeah. and, and just, then there's other days where you can't do anything oh do you, yeah do you enjoy the twilight hours because like, I find that I like the, the when, it, when it's mm. sort of like 1am and yeah. you just know that
1: everything's yeah. quiet and you've got like a, maybe a cup of tea or yeah. something see
3: I used to work yeah. in a bar and I obviously had to write around my bar work, although mm. sometimes the bar was quiet and I wrote in the bar. <laughs> the, actually, the owners of the bar were very nice for that way. Um, but That's yeah, so, cool. so, I, so I, I would always write either like after work or really early in the morning. Sometimes I would get up, um, I, my Twitter's we write at dawn for a reason because like I would set, like early in the dawn. morning and then go back <laughs> go yes. back to bed have a little news arise at like 12 in the morning like ah 12 in the morning 12 at night the, the midday one the midday <laughs> the one. The one, one the one. Oh, the one yeah, yeah. so confusing no one knows noon, when it that is one. noon yeah. that one arise a bit okay, of breakfast right. go back yeah. day. Yeah, cause, Um, because when you, I
0: saw your Twitter handle it said we <laughs>
3: we, write, we write, time, write, no. yeah,
1: write at dawn I, I was like it's right until dawn it should be
3: yeah. I should well I know I'll write until whenever it needs to be done until sadly i'll write until the deadline is a better, do you, a come better up, do you come up with
0: concepts then and sort of just write on spec do you come up with ideas how does I mean, it work absolutely
3: everything absolutely everything i like to generate my own ideas i have a bunch of projects that i came up with on my own that i've then taken out i've got like tv shows with with Mendes, um, mm-hmm. with sam and pippa neil street um and people come to me to do adaptations i love to adapt real life stories mm-hmm. um so i adapted a book called the good nurse um which right. is a horrific serial killer real life thing that happened Very in nice. american hospitals which I loved to do. Very disturbed. Yes. Um, so, like, yeah, I mean, really anything. Uh, Sam came to me with this idea. Mm. Um, so it was based, 1917's based on ever so slightly in his grandfather's experience in the war. Um, and I was a big war buff. So Sam has essentially kind of was like, hey, do you want to sit and write this with me? I was like, yeah, you're Sam Mendes. Absolutely. I know. It's a very yeah.
1: personal film. It, feel, really it feels very film. personal. Yeah,
3: yeah. And actually, even though it's not his grandfather's story, I think Sam and I, I mean, I grew up on war movies, grew up reading uh, first-hand accounts of the First World War. My grandfather was really, like, a real history buff. So I grew up really kind of entrenched in history. Mm. And um, entrenched. Entrenched. Oh, entrenched. Entrenched. Clever, clever. I'm... Entrenched yeah. history. I I don't want to brand. You've been doing this all day. I'm, young <laughs> yeah. um, I'm kind of... I'm sort of... They pay me to be good with the words. Right, yes. um, so I have to keep... <laughs> it's like training. You have to we can't pay that, for
1: puns. Yeah, yeah. I don't Is get paid for pun? pun.
3: I'm do, yeah. working. He loves... Well, um, there's nothing wrong with yeah, a pun. But it was really personal to both of us in a way because like even though I, I personally didn't know someone that fought in the war, it was important to me to get it right because so many men fought and died in that war. And mm-hmm. so research is vital. I love doing research because it's really good fun and you get to travel the world. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the best part of writing, apart from the book after you've finished and people take you to fancy parties and get you drunk. I know. That's the and other you good to part talk about it on
0: podcasts. And I don't on. mind that. You don't, don't mind? Like, mind <laughs> See,
3: I, I love talking about Right, I love talking about 1917, and I like yeah. talking about writing, and very few people will listen to me for long. So, <laughs> thank God you guys well, came along. I know. Well,
0: they will, hear. <laughs> I Absolutely love it. Now, we'll get onto 1917 yes. in a minute because it's one of the best films I've seen. Oh wow! It was spectacular. It yeah. was oh, thank absolutely you. Absolutely oh, blew away. blue us away. We, we, <laughs> we all did very nice reviews. Yeah, me and Robbie watched it the IMAX on the yeah, premiere yeah, night. It's see good the, good the IMAX, isn't it? Oh my god! The IMAX, which is very nice. Oh, you were with me. So, if you get a chance to watch this, try watch the IMAX. I mean, the, the biggest sound. screen. I mean, it has yeah, to be the biggest see, screen. See it
3: in the biggest screen you can possibly see yeah, it on, and wow. sit at the front. I mean, I would never Did, say no, no, that. No, no, just sit at the front. You want? I, well, yeah. no, I've I've, 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 I've seen row. I've seen it about nine times now okay. because I had to see it all through the process um, of like the edit, the, you know, the post process mm. I had to squatch it and, and uh, tweak ADR and all that's all part of my job. You know, you've sure, got to keep well, yeah. doing that stuff. Um, you can't just be like done. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> rest in my morals.
0: A lot of writers that happens to a lot of writers. They hand in their script. Oh yeah, and they're like, see you later. Yeah, we're off to go make. It, yeah. and we might see it at the yeah. premiere if you might, get it might it. The premier, not, of,
3: sure your, yeah. not sure if it's in your it's in your contract it's kind yeah. of a nice
0: sort of True. return to like the old Hollywood model in mm. a way because yeah, exactly. writers always used
1: to be like involved all the way through like yeah. a sort of a nice helping well, hand you're kind, of,
3: you're kind of like the the guardians of the story mm. uh, or like just like the bodyguard of the story like kind of you're there to just be like hey hey remember the story also <laughs> um, <laughs> all, all not this fancy camera not stuff the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not of like that to be honest with you Roger and Sam calm down Roger calm down they're so they're so story first Yes, like even yeah. though even though those two men could literally achieve anything with a camera mm-hmm. which is staggering it was staggering um, but like the, it was always begins in story always begins in that so I mean I I say I was the bodyguard of the story but I was like I was like the fat bodyguard that doesn't do anything at <laughs> these sweet since it's enough. and they're like are you protecting the princess I'm like princess yeah. is fine it, yeah
0: she's fine you know, she's, she's in the our, tower yeah, she's got she's,
3: longer hair she's,
2: she's growing it castle. she's having a <laughs> sugar rush Throwing <Yeah>. <laughs> it out yeah. it's fine you're like Mayor Quimby's bodyguards
0: in The Simpsons <laughs> yeah. 100% 100% nice. yeah. you know that's
3: a good reference
0: so you started off as far as I can tell, started working on Taggart. Is that where you I did, were well, in? Well, I
3: say working on Taggart. Basically, they used to shoot Taggart near where I grew up. And I, you but 14 and 15, I would just turn up on set. Yeah, I would just turn up on set. And I'd be like, I'd be like what's that? What's that do? Do
1: you and have a disguise?
0: Or no, no. I, I was,
3: my disguise was <laughs> waif.
0: Child waif. <laughs> child waif. Child <laughs> waif.
3: Blonde child waif. I was just like... like yeah, <laughs> I was like, hello. Um, and actually, weirdly, I guess people who make films love to tell people how they make films because because people who watch films are always kind of like wow it's just like you're transformed to another time Mm -hmm. another place and see when you get into the nitty gritty of it see when you're actually a part of it it's really good fun to talk about like it's a really amazing thing that we all do (laughs) we work really hard to make complete make-believe worlds and I find that everyone's excited to talk about their job on set and I never really I guess I learned that by doing it I just turned up 14, 15 and was like oh hi how do you do this and eventually they were like well look if you're going to turn up all the time learn how to make his coffees and teas, and so I would do that, and so I became like a kind of runner, but just a mm. really bad runner. and it, uh, probably <laughs> an insurance liability is uh, probably, what I was yeah, really. They were like, "This girl, we should
0: probably try like, and get rid like, of her." Mm. Yeah, don't, her
1: tea do, is don't
3: let her near the traps. I'm like, <laughs> like it's definitely like in piles of cables and yes. stuff like but that. That's, yeah, a, that's
1: yeah. a good. That's a good way to actually be like involved in all of the set and all the different yeah. jobs because well, some I, people I just up, choose one job, don't they? Well,
3: exactly. And I ended up like I would I would follow the the camera department around. I would follow the sound department around. I, would, I would follow them. Literally follow them. I was a stalker. <laughs> I was a tiny child stalker. That was my first career. I am um, child, stalk. <laughs> child stalker. Oh, like, <laughs> I've got to phrase that yeah, right. I know, actually oh, got got
1: really I was really a child he did the
3: stocking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I was a child very important. Very, let's get that very,
0: very clear point. headline. Very yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, no. oh
3: my God. My publicist is oh, no, like man. slowly raising a gun to shoot all of you. He's like, we can't let them leave. Um, she wouldn't, she wouldn't I'm joking. She won't. She's no, not listening. No, she's, fine. Fine. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, so I, I did I would I would go to every department, I would badger them, I was relentless, and then eventually yeah. they let me sort of work. They let me do that and they That's started nice. paying me, which was real nice. Wow, yeah, you yeah, obviously could do that. No, not really. I think they were just like for insurance purposes she well, you needs to be paid to be, on the yeah, she needs to be on payroll in case yeah. like when happens um and i did some adverts and stuff like that but i ended up kind of falling in with the same people mm-hmm. um and i just loved it so much and i was meant to go and be like an engineer or something like that, i'm quite good at maths oh. like i was good at maths and physics that and was probably that was the career i was meant to have and i got into like university to do stuff like that and i remember saying to my mom i was like actually i think i really want to just like keep working in film and tv mm-hmm. and she was like cool go for it Oh, She's so just, she was just like yeah she, her only thing night. was like hey get a degree and so I went to the Royal Conservatory of Scotland and I did a degree in film and TV Yes, blagged my way in there I was like hello sirs I, I, <laughs> I know much Target. about film and TV <laughs> I've been I on would, many sets as like, a way. you might know me from would, Taggart you <laughs> might recognise me from that police That's broadcast the where they set. asked me to not be antagonistic exactly. anymore. Did, did you get your
0: name in the credits?
3: Uh, I wonder if I'm officially credited. I, do you know what? I never checked. Did I never you not? checked. No, I, I think I might be in one of the credits for Rebus, and I'm on a credit for a TV show called Lip Service. Well, <laughs> which
0: congratulations! I, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: those are those are some of my formative credits. The one I'm more proud of is like 1917, Penny Dreadful, Last Night in Soho. But of course, uh, of, course of course, Rebus. Rebus <laughs> last
0: Rebus men are big at the time mm. though, because
3: oh my god, it it's was massive, huge yeah. when we all start
0: off, John. It, Hannah. Yeah. John Hannah yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> but at the time when we start off it's very difficult to carve a way in the career
3: well I think you've got to see, do anything yeah together. and I think as well see if you don't have family that work in the industry uh-huh. if you don't have not that nepotism is rife <laughs> but it is a slightly rife but if you don't have any kind of connection to the world it's totally impenetrable it's like it's like I mean yeah. you're like how do you even you don't even know what sets are you don't even know how it begins you just yeah. think yeah. it appears on screen magically totally and um, no, that,
1: that's exactly why we, we do this kind of podcast because mm. it, it connects people because there's this big barrier between yeah. like people that don't make films people that want to make films yeah. and people that are making it
3: Yeah. Well, there's, there's an absolute, there's an absolute gulf. And I remember, you know, see when I was first a screenwriter and like explaining to my family what you do, like the concept of rewriting was madness to them. Right. So like I would say to like, I would be like my, my friends and my family, I'd be like, oh, I can't go out tonight. I need to rewrite this script. And I, I was, I was, I was a paid writer at this point. And mm-hmm. they'd be like, why are you rewriting it? And I'm like, well, I need to make it better. And like, why didn't you just do it right first time? That's amazing. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I tried really hard. I did, really I did hard. my best. I tried yeah. really, really hard to do it right first time. But then I came up with better ideas, and I'm refining it. But yeah. to them, that's just it's such a foreign concept. Mm. They were like, no, you you do it once and you do it
0: like a play. Yeah, yeah exactly. just, like just right it. It's like amazing. Yeah, yeah, like
3: you just you just done it. It's, and they wash presume. your hands of it and come and drink yeah. some Jaeger with us. Like, <laughs> Absolutely, mum, I can. I, I have I understand to understand Jaeger.
1: Let's
0: go get some Iron eat some wambars. Right, I mean, but, but it's, it's, in, it's
1: interesting that you sort of hustled your way into the the film <laughs> film <laughs> course yeah. because that's kind of that's kind, a of, that's kind of a thing. Like, if it, as you're saying, it's impenetrable. You kind yeah. of need to get mm-hmm. in through your personality if you don't have a connection.
3: You do, and actually, and so passion. much, so much the industry is personality because you end up spending huge chunks of your life with people. I mean, you you know what? You're, you're on set for like 18 20 hours a day. Sometimes uh-huh. mm. you have to get on with each other, mm-hmm. otherwise, knives are coming out. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, that's
0: like, why people work again and again. Well, that's it. Everyone forms their little teams. You would have done because. Well, yeah, people liked you. Obviously, well, that's it. enough well, to kick you around. They were
3: like, "She's useful. Yeah. She can get into the tight spaces when we drop things." I'm exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> you I role. It, describe it as if I was working in like a loom. I no, know. Exactly. Was in yeah, you wasn't was <laughs> <it>, a complete <laughs> waif yeah, Exactly. Like, yeah.
0: There's a small child playing role. We need a stand in to go down the mine. <laughs> I know. Chrissy can do this. Yeah. Let's like, just put her on the payroll. We, we to can't. We can't get
3: a child stunt actor. But Chrissy's kind of yeah, short. She, like she'll be fine. She'll fit. they were very kind to me. They never once put me in a stunt.
1: Right so which is good. Yeah. So so go back to your university or yes. what what was that like? Did you feel like you learned a lot or was I, it
3: Yeah, I did. I mean, I loved it because basically what it was was you're thrown in a room with like 25 other people who all wanted to make movies. Mm. Right, who all who all loved film and TV, and a lot of my friends growing up like liked to watch them, but they weren't interested. I, I, I'd like to watch, like I want to watch, like <laughs> I want to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger's commentary. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to, I want to, I yeah. want to yeah. behind the scenes, like yeah. I want to I the watch, watch the papers yeah, exactly. Now we
2: are running. Like, Honestly, <laughs> <things laughs> <like>. my he just <laughs> describes <laughs> he just describes what's going I, on the so screen. Good. Everything is going to blow up. I go around
3: this corner, I shoot this man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Legend. That was me, and my, that would drive my friends mad. So I found myself at film school with a whole bunch of people that loved it as well and we would just take cameras out and we were, movies we made were awful I mean did you, you ever act god, in any? because I, I acted
1: in like a couple oh. of mine which I hope never anyone sees oh no. yeah, my go god if they yeah. ever
3: come to light I will set fire to people's homes like real bad real bad I directed it I directed a play a screenplay I wrote it was like my first my first thing I wrote and it, it looks like a tribute to The Cure <laughs> it's just the worst thing I really, it's not were, about were The Cure were you into The Cure? no I didn't realise until afterwards someone's like do you like The Cure I was like what's The Cure
0: oh, that's amazing that <laughs> the sounds cure, like that
2: the might film. come back in style now though maybe like yeah, it's kind of come back around, come around. maybe so try. you can maybe pull out your drawer
0: I'll
3: release it I'm yeah. like, for Check the first time on DVD bonus extra yeah. for 1917.
0: yeah from the writer of 1917
3: <laughs> oh, God, comes you imagine? The Cure oh, the signed oh, VHS the, release the, version the now
0: the <laughs> VHS. cassette tape yeah, <laughs> yeah. so then you went on to the National Film and Television School yeah just to write you went there to yeah, I work. went. I
3: specialised. So at, at the Royal Scottish Academy, I had this amazing screenwriting lecturer, and right. I remember I didn't know I wanted to be a writer. I had no concept. I didn't even really fully understand that it existed because on set the scripts appear, you do the scripts, right? right? And there was no writers on the set. Taggart Rebus, so <laughs> shocker! <laughs> I, can, I don't. I know you won't believe it, but there was no Shocking. writers on the set yeah. of that. Um, so I, I had no really idea that that was a, a plausible career. Right. Um, and I had this this. Tutor Richard Smith, who now lives out in LA, great writer. And great. he set as a task, he was like, go away over the weekend, um, write a story, um, it can be anything try and make it a bit weird and surreal mm-hmm. and I wrote this story about two guinea pigs watching a man die <laughs> it was really fucked up it was really weird wow. it was like, I know I was wow. really disturbed and I had were these they, were two were
1: the guinea pigs like the torturers or... no
3: no they were just they were really into it they were just like kind of like weird voyeur guinea pigs because I had these two guinea pigs in my house it. that used to just whistle whenever I passed I loved them they were my pets but I, yeah exactly <laughs> hey, right. hey, it made yeah. me feel good What's I was that? like looking good today <laughs> yeah. thanks Biff thanks Iago <laughs> that was their names That's um, and so I was really uh, yeah, from I from Back wrote... to the Future yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Iago, yes, from, Iago uh, from, from Othello, of course. Movies, of course. <laughs> you can see my two tri- desperate loves, Shakespeare villains. and Back yeah. to the Future. <laughs> <But> what what <laughs> do you mean it? they don't exist in the same?
2: Like box. I think that's the first time I've ever heard Iago and Biff, and Biff <laughs> equated in the really? same space. Wait like, do yeah. you
3: see my tribute to the Cure. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, so I was really like, I which really will be released <laughs> with the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> released
3: release January eleventh.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. No, please,
3: God, no. Um, but so, and I wrote this, and I and I. I had so much fun doing it because I, I kind of didn't take it seriously because mm. I kind of was like, I was like, this is madness. I was like, I'm just going to go mad. I was terrible at English at school. They were always like, I was like, why can't you spell? Why don't right. you understand grammar? You why are you what? always trying to make up weird oh, stories just right about the yeah, book? Yeah, exactly, ha, ha, yeah. ha, ah, take that, Craigob School. <laughs> 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 Suck it. It's fine. I don't. They can't find me. I'm hidden now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Change my name. No, they know you're in Don't tell them I'm You told them. No. I'm sorry. Library Grove's a big road. Yeah. Um, and if you
0: find me. Moves, no, that's.
3: Yeah.
0: We know. We right. it.
1: no, know.
2: Number 14 has lots of A, B, C, and D's on it. So, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's, that's all, all I'm saying.
0: you joking. She, yes, yeah. joking.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I wrote this, this is like. Testament to madness is how I would describe this. This mm-hmm. it wasn't a script; it was a short story, mm-hmm. I, and I showed it to him, and he was like, "Oh, you're really good at this." And I was like, "What?" And he's, he's like, "This is this is super weird." He's like, "But it's got a beginning, a middle, and end, and it's it's quirky and it's strange." He's like, "You could totally yeah. you could make this," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ah." And then he went, okay, tomorrow I want another one. And so literally every week he would make me write him a story. Wow. And then he taught me the format of a screenplay. And then so every week I would write him like a 10-page screenplay. And then if I didn't do that, I had to come up with 10 ideas for a story. So he taught the idea of what if, then this, like Uh those kind of like really basic rudimentary ideas. I just grew to absolutely love it. Mm. Did you ever shoot that film? No, could you? Oh, I was going to say, can, can you
2: still do it? Oh, it's well,
3: probably they're dead. i one now, of my old oh, yeah.
2: guinea pigs. Yeah, it was gone, tragic. Sadly. It was a big ghost story. Yeah. <laughs> Reconstruction. Bring them back. <laughs>
3: yeah. Look, you know, I mean, style. if we can get a hologram of Michael Jackson, can I not get a hologram of my guinea pigs? See, Alex, yeah. I don't, don't see what must, must be like. Amblin. Oh, I'm ambling. I'll be like, look, I know you need some money for stuff. yes these days.
1: The rights would probably be a bit better
0: This This teacher sounds amazing. He sounds like he really died. Richard Schmel. Richard Schmel.
3: Richard Richard Smith, Richard, the absolute genius grub, lives in LA. Lives in LA. <laughs> just wrote. Um, oh, what did he just write? The Garden of Evening Delights. Oh, really? Just been made. Um, mm. Yeah, no, he's 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 super talented. He's great.
1: So, so was that the was that the sort of the the conception of you wanting to become a writer? Had you been doing other sort of filmmakery things like camera yeah, and sound? Yeah, I, I, oh. I, I thought I wanted to be a cinematographer. I thought
3: I wanted to. I loved I loved camera. I loved the visuals. Um, I loved the idea because to me, filmmaking back then, because sound was so bad. And you know, when you're sure. making student films, sound is, um, no everyone no, forgets no, about it. So that. I didn't realise how creative yeah. you could be with sound. And that came later. Um, I became really obsessed with sound when I was writing my first screenplay and that paid dividends for me, luckily. Mm. Um, but I, uh, it was the beginning of me understanding that I guess that I could have a career as a writer, um, that, that it was even an option. And then he was so kind of, like, inspiring and, and driven and, and put that on me. So I, I became really driven in my storytelling and, and a bit relentless and wanting to write. Mm-hmm. And then so after that, I sort of... Um, when I when it came time to graduation, I, I was like, "Oh, I think I want to do this." And I was working at the comedy unit in Glasgow at the time, where they, mm-hmm. they were making like the Lemmy Show Rab Isbit but the, not the original, but the the remake of Rab, the the latest oh. season of Rab yeah. You're like, "It's Scottish stuff. We don't know." Yeah, we don't know. All <laughs> so yeah, Scottish whatever, something. doesn't translate. They need to subtitle it. But I was working <laughs> on stuff like that, and um, knowing that I kind of wanted to write, at the the at the comedy unit as well, were sort of like, "Well, okay," and and the creators of those shows were really kind to me and would be mm-hmm. like, "Well, okay, rewrite this scene or write a first Draft the scene, and we'll rewrite you. And just, just like, oh. just not nothing official, but just giving me a chance to kind of like understand Test. my muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to the National Film and Television School, where I did nothing but write for two years on working a bar because I needed to eat yeah. and yeah. drink. And
0: drink, obviously, you are in a bar, um, so well, you of course might it was just proximity it. most
3: yeah. useful. Um, but. <laughs> When I came down to the National Film School, they were like, What do you write? And I was like, Oh, I need to pick a thing to write. And I was like, Well, I do a bit of comedy and I do a bit of this and do a bit of that. And they were like, Well, we're going to make you do everything. And there is like, Is there anything you don't want to write? And I was like, Oh, I don't really like kitchen sink dramas. Like, I don't like watching them. So the first thing they made me do was write a kitchen sink Ah,
1: Interesting. <laughs> I, was like, I was
3: like, I was hate fun thrillers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they exactly. were like I really hate oh, real films, not interesting. Uh, <laughs> like rom com. I <laughs> was like, I yeah. hate
1: yeah. guinea pigs. Yeah,
3: exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate I hate interesting stories but guinea pigs watching men. I. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so
1: That's that's really that's a really fascinating approach, actually, because the stuff that, you know, it's like if you're an actor and you take on a role that's completely different to yourself, you mm. learn so much about well, yourself yeah, exactly. and, and about the subject, I guess. Yeah.
3: And I suppose the reason they do that, which I, I'm a big fan of the National Film and Television School, mm. they were great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a very nice career. Thank you, National Film and Television School. Excellent. But the reason they do that is because they're trying to make you think really critically about who you are as a writer. And and sometimes you need to have distance from the material. A lot of, a lot of people are like, write what you know, but that I never, I was never. Well, I never had an interesting enough life to write what I know. Because what are you going to write about? Oh, this is me and the Sir Tiger. Do you know what I mean? Like, which is interesting. Some people, but it's not. It's not necessarily Hollywood blockbuster material. Sure, sure. So, I, I, always wanted to write big budget kind of, the, the movies I grew up on. Yeah. I wanted ah. to write something that was out. Uh, outside so
1: that's your so good, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and that's that's one of those things like that I find most frustrating about the the film industry is like, I grew up on stuff like Star Wars and Indiana Jones. I always wanted to make epic blockbusters yeah. and like, the mentality is like no you should be shooting something in one room and it should be like yeah. as minimal as possible it's like, mm-hmm. which I is really frustrating it's really
3: frustrating Give and me I think a chance. I think that's a bit of a problem or at least when I was first kind of coming out of film school it was a real problem with the film industry in the UK was yeah. that, that it lacked a certain scope and ambition yeah, and completely. also being a young female untested writer saying hey in the very sure. first film I wrote would never have sold out here but it sold in America like that. Yeah. Like they would never have bought it. Like I remember pitching it to people and they were like that's a great idea um but I don't know. But we
1: haven't done that before. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, exactly, <laughs> which was you incredibly to frustrating wow. to me. Yeah. Um or like one of the one of the the spec script I'd written at school at uh, film school. Um was about insurance actuaries that predicted when people will die and then started murdering them. And that's now, I've made that into, I'm making that into a TV show Sounds with Neil Street. I yeah. <laughs> It's fucked up. It's dark. Of course
0: it's, you imagine of course the you lives are. of others. you bloody guinea Well, exactly. I mean that's imagine... <laughs> <laughs> well, of course
3: one. it's The guinea pig thing's going to follow me <laughs> about, <laughs> 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 about now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. oh, dear, It yeah. was a secret. My mum will be like, why did she <laughs> why tell did you that do creepy that? guinea pig story? Those guinea pigs. Why? That'll be a
1: cult classic though. Sell for millions one day. That manuscript.
3: Imagine my tribute to Wes Anderson. The Way Sanderson style. I think
0: that's the only way you can do it. It is the, the only way. Anderson it's it's got
3: to be like Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah, but yeah. creepy Mr. Mr. Guinea Pig. Guinea pig. Guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so, that's a great title, though. It is. Don't anyone steal that.
0: Creepy yeah. Mr. Guinea
1: Pig. Come don't don't you come now. near that way yeah,
0: <laughs> Stay away, with <laughs> <laughs> So you sold your spec script, but had you you'd written that at film school? Uh, uh, school. Um,
3: no. So I wrote. I wrote. A script at film school, which was the insurance actually one, um, which had a a female lead and it was a bit American Psycho-y. And I remember going around people and they were like, we really like your writing, um, but we don't know if we would make a a film that's so violent and dark with like a young female lead. And I was like, oh. Hang on, have you seen...
0: So many films. Well,
3: yeah, but this was five years ago. Yeah. I well, oh, yeah.
0: It's well still, yeah. Still stupid.
3: Like, yeah. It's still yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, stupid I had a problem too. with that. And then so I had this idea for this. My my, my second spec was called Ether. Mm. Um, and being a, um, a big physics math nerd, um, I, had the, I found out sound decays like radiation. So every sound that's ever said in a room is trapped in a room. It has a half-life. It doesn't disappear. It dissipates, right? Whoa. And so I came up with this idea of a machine that could turn up latent sounds in a room. And basically what the engine for the story was, was they used it to solve murders. Like so they listened, to murders. Yeah. they listened to murders. They listened to murders after amazing. the fact. Wow. And so I set it in a kind of police procedural drama because I thought that sells in the UK. Mm-hmm. People make them all the time, but it was mm-hmm. a sci-fi. It was like a big, weird sci-fi. And I remember I told a couple of people the idea and they were like, it's a cool idea. And then no one wanted to pay to make it like for me to write it anyway. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to write it on spec. And I'd left film school at this point. I was working in the bar. I was kind of like severely running out of money. And I was like, I'm going to give myself a year. And if it doesn't work, i'll go and be an engineer because <laughs> i know i could probably I, make I'll my just
1: it's a funny moment because i feel like everyone has had this moment in their in their in their life like tom Harper was like the same at one point mm. he was like making shorts and he's yeah. like i don't know if i'm going to carry on with this mm. everyone has those points it's just yeah. whether you carry on past those points well
3: yeah and i think as well to me the anxiety the only way i could kind of give myself a break from how stressful it was trying to make it was to say well this is the date if i don't make it by this date fine that's it. And you just have to accept it. And then it's in the lap of the gods really, or it's not, it's in the lap of you to just work your ass off. But in a way it kind of releases you this, this every day, like, will I make it? Will I make it? And I was like, right, well I've got until then. And so I sat down and I wrote this on spec and, um, I was really pleased with it and I said it to my agent and I thought I was like oh this is quite good like this might get me another job and she was like oh I'm going to sell this in America like for loads of money and I was like alright good luck oh, excellent <laughs> yeah. thank you good luck kids yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like I was I was literally working at the bar in Soho and I got a call and she's like hey um, you need a lawyer and I was like oh what have I done yeah, she <laughs> and she's like done. an entertainment lawyer an investigation <laughs> <guinea> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like oh no
1: oh no it's the child stalking it's
3: right? the child stalking <laughs> thing. I told you I was a child he was a stalker oh, honest stalker. And police a prayer. um So I, I, I kind of was like, she was like, you need a lawyer. I've got one in the other line. Talk to her five minutes, see if you like her. And basically, my lawyer Tara and I, all we did was talk about Dawson's Creek and how much, how, how much we loved the Good Wife. And I was like, are you like the Good Wife? And she's like, <laughs> No, I wish wife. I was like the Good Wife. And I was like, Well, let's talk about it. And she was like, I want to be your lawyer. And I was like, Okay, great. And I subsequently find out she's like one of the most powerful lawyers in the world. Wow. Like, just ridiculous. She's like Chelsea Clinton's lawyer. She's just like, Seriously? like Gordon Ramsay's lawyer. I have no idea how she picked me out thing, but she read the script and she liked it. Okay. Um, And they were like, okay, so a couple of offers have come in. Um, There's this offer, there's this offer, this offer. Uh, We need you to get on the phone with them and like decide who you want to go with. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, they want to pay you money for your script. And I was (gasps) like
0: sorry
3: what? for another script and they were like no for ether and i was like oh and then they told me the amount of money <laughs> i'm literally stuttering <laughs> just, like, blah, blah. Yeah. they told me they amount of money and i was like i have to go and i hung up and i phoned my mom and i was like mom 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 i'm making money <laughs> she, I was made like, it. she was like you got a big tip at the bar and i was like real big tip real big tip <laughs> four, big four big pounds." <laughs> yeah, like, oh i'm coming home for christmas yeah. this year <laughs> um,
1: in my lamborghini
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> not quite lamborghini money yeah. but um <laughs> But, but nice. it was, it was quite your job money, although I didn't quit my job because I loved working the so in, the bars, well, you you in the bar so much. And you could write in the bar, you said. you like me writing in the So why would do you, you know not? I mean? And also, I, I didn't pay for booze. So, like, so why I would you I mean, in a way, it cost me more to not work in the bar. It cost them money, actually. Well, cost yeah, them. All your money would have been gone, gone in, in a week. Yeah, exactly. They're like, no, I would have, have been like, oh him. my God, this is what Jaeger costs every time for every shot. I
0: can't do this. Jesus Christ. How do people afford to be here?
1: It's also an interesting point that you sold a script that you developed earlier as Yes, because a lot of the time you have those scripts and you just think, like, oh, "What? When am I ever going to make this?" Yeah. But mm. sometimes those scripts are the most valuable ones, and they're the ones that you sort of, at that point in your life, you have like a something that you really resonate with, and you just think, yeah. "I'm going to make this anyway, even if yeah. I don't make it immediately." Yes. And then, like five years late, later, something
0: completely change, yes. and then you get your.
3: Lamborghini. Well, no, no, not quite not quite, Lamborghini yet. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I'm made of money. No, Come no. on.
0: <laughs> we need to talk about 1917. Yes. They probably will kick us out. Oh, I'm, so, I'm enjoying this. No, no, we're so enjoying <laughs> this. Like, oh, no, no. Because so we, we normally do like hours. And oh. and we'd go, well, another yeah.
3: time. Like, yeah. We don't have to do it in a strange hotel. That's true. in a sleigh. <laughs> we could do it in a sleigh. <laughs> strange, but very glamorous. It's gorgeous here, isn't it? But will we ever make it out? I, know, yeah. I know,
0: We'll just stay here for a while afterwards. Um, so 1917, it came about. Because you'd worked on Penny Dreadful. Yes. You'd been a, a staff writer. Yes. How incredible, for one, getting that. Oh, yeah. And then so, and Sam was involved in Penny so, Dreadful. Yeah,
3: so Sam was the executive producer in Penny Dreadful. And go. John Logan was the showrunner in Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. He wrote, obviously, many yeah. brilliant things. Gladiator, sure. the last two Bonds that mm-hmm. Sam had directed. Yes. Um, so, uh, funnily enough, Ether, the script I wrote about the machine that turns up sound, John Logan read that, offered me... Penny Dreadful season three on the basis of that wow. um, and couldn't understand a word I said on the phone because of my accent but he just liked my script and he was like fine come to Dublin yeah. I was like thank you sir I'm Please trying to do a bit of an English accent yes, I'm trying and like, to now. Oh, of was, course so thank you, you sir. I'm sorry to everyone in England that was appalling you should um, hear that
0: Scottish don't worry don't man, worry I fun. hear
3: plenty of Scottish and that's bad yeah. <laughs> um, but no so I was like so he read Ether he gave me the job in Penny Dreadful Sam was an exec producer mm-hmm. in Penny Dreadful mm-hmm. um, and also I was adapting a book called the good nurse for Darren Aronofsky's company as well. So I was working away. You're doing well. I love to work. Doing all right. Yeah. I love oh, the money. Still but at the I love bar. the work. The <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, and we so, do have the passion,
1: everyone. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's the art. The ah, it's the, it's the art I can buy
3: with the money I make. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, I do actually love doing it. Um, the money is just glorious, glorious, glorious icing, the best part. Um, <laughs> uh, but so, uh, so Sam and I met. Uh, because his development executive Julie Pastor introduced us Mm -hmm. Uh, so I met a bunch of people at Neal Street and Sam and I kind of hit it off and he'd read a couple of my scripts and liked. My work, uh, and he sent me the good, uh, the Voyeurs Motel book, which okay. he wanted to adapt. Him and Amblin had bought it, I'm um, to make into a film. It was written by Gateleyes, and I wrote the, f- I, I we just I pitched for it. He liked it. I wrote the first draft of it, and as I was <laughs> handing the first draft in, um, a documentary was released that no one <laughs> knew about, uh, and it turns out that the oh. author had sold the rights twice, oh, um, and that, that, so the that Amblin who had paid like a oh. million dollars for the rights didn't actually have the rights. Oh my god! Um, so it was like this kind of weird cluster, and I was like heartbroken because mm, I had gone from having a film with Steven Spielberg and Sam Mendes to having no film I still got paid which was very and that the was Sam, the, that was Sam the, the icing on the in icing no cake but the icing yeah, was the ice still, was still <laughs> weird. I was like what is like this a, just like an Ethan <laughs> mess like a, a, I mean who doesn't love I an mean. eaten mess um, but, but Sam and I had such a great time collaborating on that mm. um, that in a way it was great so I got paid and I, I kind of made a friend of Sam Mendes which is <laughs> super, super congratulations useful we, about,
1: which again comes back to personality and collaboration like you know you might have gone to a, someone that was like okay i know this person does war films but yeah you two built a relationship well that was fun, it. and, and that the was actual it. partnering was the fun bit
3: mm. well yeah and so much of so much of writing is being vulnerable with another person writing is mm. meant to be bearing your soul right yes. and it is in a way like you, you're trying to kind of conjure up a whole other world and you're hoping that people want to live in it and you're mm-hmm. like I, I made this please like it yes. is essentially writing right mm-hmm. or all filmmaking is i made this please like it yes of course i am is. and so being feeling that you have the ability to be vulnerable with that person, to be open, to be honest, and also to say stupid ideas. Because yes, so be much wrong. of writing is being wrong. Uh-huh. I mean, the real trick to being a good writer is being a terrible writer at the beginning <laughs> and just keeping at it until you fix it. Like, that. nobody makes a good pancake first time. That's so <laughs> true. I, I don't make a good pancake like, the ninth time. And right. I'm just, like, milling and milling and milling. I'm like, what are pancakes? Yeah. Oh, my God, they're just all over the floor. My <laughs> dog's like why is it I can't before? eat all these fucking pancakes yeah exactly then
1: you would pour loads like of chocolate on top yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's
3: oh, not chocolate and pancakes it'll be ridiculous yeah, <laughs> blueberries. blueberries no never blueberries yeah. never blueberries oh I thought no, we were going to be no. friends but, oh. I know, but it's no. over the friendship <laughs> over we'll never work together I'm joking it's um,
0: mine brilliant, oh,
3: <laughs> you unbelievable delight
0: because <laughs> I'm writing at the moment two scripts yes. with other people yeah. and I love it I love yeah. the oh. collaboration I love spending yeah. time with them and yeah. really getting into and creating the world yeah because when That's you get so stuck so much for a minute yeah. you kind of on your own you go oh I don't know what to do I'll yeah. put it away whereas yeah. the other person go oh we'll just do that and I you, see oh,
3: I like both I joy. like I like problem solving so I don't mind if you set me my own and you're like this is a problem I gotta fix it I'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll
0: yeah, fix it I'll, I'll it. fix it like yeah like get the spanner and just start smashing a MacBook and I'm
3: like I fixed it I fixed it everyone now you can't it I fixed it yeah table left. yeah exactly I set fire to my home it's fixed
2: why is there pancake in this Macbrook what is there pancake
3: the batter is everywhere now. I have to cook the MacBook so I can eat the pancake. Disaster. That might be a valid way to fix it if you got pancake batter. I'm not saying mm. it is. Like, and I will not be sued if that is not a disclaimer. Way. As your yeah, lawyer, not eat your apples. They yeah, yeah. Do not eat your apples. Do not keep the doctor away. No. So it's um, been
0: it's been a fantastic working with Sam. Then I imagine unbelievably
3: just so, his so much brain fun. Must
0: be incredible. He is right? he is
3: so annoyingly good at everything. Yeah. Oh he my looks god. That
0: way as well. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine
3: Professor. imagine just being great at everything yeah. I once said to him I was like if you sing well I will stab you in the throat and he was like ha
0: ha, ha, ha. and they went la, la 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 no he didn't I sing guess, <laughs> what? <laughs> guess what I, I cook like my pancakes, pancakes yeah. first perfectly every time as well
3: he probably does yeah. Yeah. every pancake I make is delicious <laughs>
0: <the best>. <laughs> even <laughs> in the trenches yeah <laughs> even with chocolate <laughs> in your face <laughs> so that must have been amazing and then yes how, how, let's just if we can quickly talk about the, the whole process of finding the story in the arcs within in there as a yeah. screenwriter.
3: So, telling a story in real time super hard. God, mm. yeah. Super super hard. And then t- real time and one shot are actually two different things in the script. Mm-hmm. Um because they have to be cuz okay, so take your life all your lives um, do you have a single consecutive you know 90 minute window in which there's a beginning a middle and end interesting characters a few uh, action yeah. set pieces, yeah. <laughs> action sex yeah. like live yeah. outside of time yeah. yeah, well you know is it worth making a 90 million dollar movie about it <laughs> that's it Probably. well you're like my sex life is yeah, <laughs> pretty good <Someone laughs> would buy that. Yeah. it's wow. like so, yeah. that
2: joke in 24 though where you never see Jack Bauer going to the toilet or, yeah. toilet, or having like, sex or eating <laughs> Pancakes.
0: didn't <laughs> doing any of that. Killing Guinness. Right. <laughs> Whatever it is, this he's is, not doing. Can I just them.
3: say what a niche thing? Never going to the toilet, or having sex, or eating pancakes. Definitely the three what things kind of we of every that? day do. What kind every of life day? is that? <laughs> we eat pancakes? I don't know. <laughs> But, um, so that, so telling a story in real time, really yeah. difficult. Mm, yeah. um, and the first thing you have to do as a, as a writer, as a storyteller, you have to be like, how far can I stretch reality? Like, how far can I push the world before the audience goes, this is no longer believable as a single journey? Yes. And that's a real fine line. Cause you have to pack in enough that entertains them that, that it, there has to be an ebb and a flow. There has to be action. There has to be breathing space in every kind of scene of it. And yeah. you can't ever cut. Oh, pain in the ass. Yeah, right? totally. Um, But you can't cut through time. You can't go back. You can't go forth. You can't. So, for instance, in this story, it's really difficult because you cannot show the 1600 men that they are racing against time to save. You can't show them. You can't cut away. So you can't offer any shade of humanity to that. So that's why Blake has a brother in that battalion. Mm -hmm. So you're using Mm -hmm. a storytelling method to work around it. So that is just tricky to begin with. But that's surmountable. The thing that's really, really, really hard is in the script. So usually scripts, you guys know, are a blueprint for a film. They're a map to a destination that a whole bunch of people are going to get on board and try and get to. And it's not going to be the same destination, but it's going to be fun anyway, right? So it's going to be something special at the end of it. This script had to be the destination this script it couldn't be the map it had to be in a way this script sam and i wrote it on spec so no one paid us to do it really? we just sat down one day we didn't know if it was going to work so we didn't want to set it up so we sat down and so it had to be proof of concept we had to in this story show that a real-time war movie would be interesting enough to get all these other people on board to even begin trying to work out how the hell you do it so that that was a big burden and also free work. Because <laughs> well, yeah, like, I
0: have to you're still
3: like pay icing, mortgage. You know yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. just pay my mortgage.
1: In your own time, gentlemen. Must be something big if the channel's here. You have a brother in the 2nd Battalion. If yes, sir. They're walking into a trap. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you fail, it will be a massacre.
2: We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line.
3: HOLD on! If we're not clever about this, no one will get to your brother. I will.
2: Did you have to do like any previs with that, like to show? There was no,
3: actually, we didn't do any previs with the script. I relied solely on my skill as a writer (laughs) to describe it. So that I believe that when you read a script, right, that any script it should be very visual and you as a reader should be able to play the film in your mind mm. that you shouldn't be reading words on a page you should be like and then this happened and this. Do you know what i mean you should be cutting it and playing it and so mm. when i write I'll, I'll naturally and i'm sure most people just will naturally suggest close-up suggest a moment that you want to be very intimate with a character mm-hmm. and you had to do all that with this but not rely on the standard kind of method of doing it
1: and, th- and that was one of the most fascinating things about the film for me was that it it sort of breathes in and out yeah. Uh, in, in like these, it goes from sort of intimate with small, sort of, yeah. you know, couple of characters together. Yeah. And then suddenly you're in this new location. And the way that you did all the different locations and, and link them together made it feel like you were going, you were crossing like several different countries. Yeah, it feels like an Odyssey. It's like, like an it? epic Odyssey, yeah, yeah. which is, which is one of the most exciting things about the film for me because like, you know a lot of Hollywood blockbusters they don't have such a story driven journey
3: I, I mean that, that was that, that crucially that's what it was everything about this process was story driven mm. from from the the first phone call I had to sat with Sam until the last kind of like few ADR points that we were doing or the last sort of tweak and mm. uh, visual effects that we we're doing in the film everything was story driven so like yes of course it's shot in one shot and the, and the cinematography is incredible but even Roger will tell you that the cinematography is there to serve the story everything's yeah. there to serve the story and the characters because otherwise what what's the point in it? Like Italian. go and make music videos. Do you yes. know what I mean, if you want to just do some flashy and, and trashy uh-huh, music yeah. videos, mm-hmm. this was about this, this script, this film, this whole endeavor, was about trying to create a piece of film in which you live 120 minutes in someone else's life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so everything about it, everything was geared to that. Every single, every word on the page, every frame of the movie, every sound effect, everything all was working towards that goal.
0: Amazing. I love the throwbacks as well that you did in terms of uh the cherry, Blossom. Yeah, It's just genius. yeah. Well,
3: because you can't so have really good. any exposition because it's so noticeable in of real course, time. So yeah. you have to be really, it's like a magician you have to do all your sleight of hand. You're like, look over there but also here. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> you had to find visual metaphors for things so that it would clue people in. And so you use yeah. the cherry blossoms to call back to yeah. a character that you love yes. and miss. Yes. Um, and so there's all those kind of things where, and, and in fact, you know, everything after he hits his head and a he coos- and wakes mm-hmm. up everything cool. about that, you know, we change the way everything moves. Mm-hmm. We change everything about it so that you can you can't vocalize i can't in dialogue vocalize what he's going through it's a
1: feeling and it's in the acting but it's but it's the mood you create with the set and the lighting and like when he goes into the sort of the burnt city as well it's like he's going through this journey through his soul it's
3: it's a journey through hell and all of that is done so that that we as storytellers could externalize Schofield's inner journey, mm. so you could show it on screen, and so like all of that is story, 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 story. Everything is about story. It was not amazing. just because I'd done the story. Of
0: course, of course. It was <laughs> yeah, amazing. That's the best because bit because we felt like I was watching. I felt like I was there in the yeah. there. good. Please, thank and you. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's one of the best films I've seen. It is like it's a, it's it's a true, oh, it's you. a true
1: epic. It's it's one of those times when you go to the cinema and you're like, this is why I go to the cinema, mm. and you just yeah. want that kind of spectacle, and you want it to not be cheesy and yeah. just like.
3: Well, that's it. And you, you have to be so not. kind of simplistic with the storytelling. You have to be really kind of pared down and be back because it's so easy to veer into cheese or veer into yeah. gore. And actually, that does a disservice to the men who yeah. fought, who died, who survived. And so that that there's a burden of that as well. You yeah. have to really work at it.
0: Yeah, just it was just just yeah. fantastic. Um, and just quickly, we'll touch on the fact that you're working with Edgar Wright. I oh. am
3: the delightful Edgar Wright. And again,
0: working writing together with I song, do. I
3: again. love to write with people. Yeah, it's so totally. much fun. Co-writing is, is fun. Yeah, it's really good fun. Yeah. I mean, it's the most fun you. You can have clothes. To- <laughs> <laughs>
1: And
2: that can and be sober. On that show. Yeah. And Closed and sober that is, is, is the okay. most fun so you can have
3: clothed yeah. and sober. There's, there's
2: so many quotable lines. Right? I'm yeah. So, yeah. so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. We'll put, just, the, I, I, we'll put that on the not laurel of 1917. <laughs> it's the most fun we can have clothes and sober.
3: <laughs> you don't need to watch it clothed and sober. <laughs> sober yeah, you can watch it yeah. however you want but just yeah. watch it on a big screen. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, well I'm going to go find that uh, VHS copy of the <laughs> guinea pig movie <laughs> yeah. and of you starring in various things and we'll put them right No, We'll make sure you get that Rafe credit on IMDb as well. Oh no.
3: Oh no. Thank you so, yes. Thank awesome. you so much, guys. Fantastic. This was so much fun. I Excellent. absolutely amazing. adored it. What, what a fun time! And where can people
0: follow you real quick on the Twitters? Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, hang on. You can follow me on Instagram at Christy Cairns. The name Christy is spelled super weird. I'll leave that up to you to find out. Uh, and then I'm on Twitter. I'm at We Write at Dawn. I love to write it down
0: perfect and the film tells it's out on this 1917
3: January, Yep, 1917 end. comes out January 10th yes. um, if you're in the UK and yeah. for your American listeners it's out on Christmas Day
1: and see um, it at the cinema take everyone because yeah. it's yeah. IMAX.
3: go to IMAX Do yeah. it. play it loud <laughs> play it loud watch it proud
0: yeah. yeah exactly thank you so
3: <laughs> thank much thank you guys thank lovely. you so much oh this was so much This has been a transmission of the Podfix
2: Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.